Are you using the Christmas season to disciple your children? I know that you're using the Christmas season to create wonderful memories, of course, and to celebrate with your family. But I wonder about discipleship. I wonder how much of this holiday season is about teaching and training and pointing your children, not just to fun and not just to family, but to Jesus himself. I wonder how many of our kids would Um, Just honestly, off the cuff, answer the question, you know, what does your family celebrate at Christmas? Would Jesus be their very first answer? I hope so. But I think there might be some competition there because we also celebrate family and we celebrate togetherness and we make cookies and we sit on Santa's lap and, you know, we do all of the more cultural Christmas things also. So that's why last week, on the Love Your People Well podcast in episode 156, I shared, um, I don't know, 10 or 12, uh, uh, quite a few ideas for having fun with your family during Christmas in a faith-centered way. Um, But today I want to dig a little deeper and zero in on discipleship. In a fun way, of course, in a celebratory way, but how can we as Christian moms use this season as an opportunity to teach and train our children in what it looks like not only to follow Christ, but to celebrate Christ and to do all of that together. You are listening right now to episode 158 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And this podcast is all about helping moms enjoy every minute of Christian family life and strengthen those relationships, our relationship with the Lord, with our husband, with our kids, strengthen them, deepen them, enjoy them, even though they can be filled with stress and conflict and struggle. We want to cherish the moments with our people, especially at Christmas time. And so I'm glad that you're here to have this conversation with me today and to Consider not just how to enjoy the holidays, but to make them truly meaningful for your kids. My name is Jess. If we have not chatted before and this is your first time here, I'm so glad you're here. Um, And I am very passionate about helping moms enjoy, especially the little years, but just family life in general. I have been a marriage and family therapist here in South Carolina for too many years to count, 15, over 15 years. Um, And I am a wife and I am a mom. I have four kids under age four. I can't say that much longer because my triplets are going to turn four. (laughs) But, you know, suffice to say, we're in the roughest of the rough seasons. I know the statistics of, you know, most marriages, their most unhappy season is while you have kids under the age of five in your household because it's busy and it's exhausting and it's stressful. And I look around my house and there are just those moments where you just think, oh my goodness, thank you, Jesus, for my family, for these people, for this time that I have with them. And I want to make the most of it. And I know that you're here because you want to make the most of it as well. So as we head into Christmas, I hope that some of the ideas we will talk through today will be helpful and encouraging 
um, to help you disciple your kids during the Christmas season. So let me give you a quick invitation before we jump into these ideas together. Um, And that invitation is to grab an Advent resource, a Christmas resource that will help you go deeper with your kids this season. And I, I mean, I'll say right off the bat, of course, you can find plenty of stuff if you just Google it or whatever, wherever it is you look for resources. There's some free stuff out there. There's some very beautiful hanging on the wall Advent calendar things out there. Um, But while we are sitting here chatting, um, you might want to check out, I would encourage you to check out the resources that I've developed. And I have them right now over at loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com. They're in my Etsy printable shop. Um, There are Advent story cards that you can print out with a scripture and a reflection question and a prayer prompt every day of the month. Um, which are really great for families to do together as a you know, advent calendar style or just kind of pop quiz with your kids or however you want to do it. Um, and we have a matching devotional series, an advent Christmas devotional series. There's a women's version, men's version, version, kids version. You can get the family bundle. Like it's on there in all the formats. But um, but finding a devotional or some sort of resource that gets you not only in the Bible, but gives you discussion questions and prompts and things to journal through or talk about or areas to go deeper with your kids. That's going to be a wonderful resource. Whether you get that from me or from somewhere else, it's really helpful to have a tool in our pocket when we're thinking about how do I disciple my kids and make this season, this holiday season, not only fun, but really meaningful. So you can find those over at loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com and grab those. They're on sale right now and very affordable and very practical. And um, I've gotten great feedback on them. So that is a resource for you. Um, And then I'll also, of course, remind you of my disclaimer that, as I said, I'm a therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. This is not professional advice. This is mom to mom advice. So let's walk through some ideas for how to disciple our kids, go deeper in the faith element of Christmas, and still have fun with them. And the first thing I would challenge you about, this is friend to friend here, but do you really know, or maybe I should say, how well do you really know the Christmas story? There are so many cultural norms about what happened at the birth of Jesus. And a lot of those ideas, not to say they're unbiblical, but they're extra biblical. They're not actually in scripture. And we think they're normal because we hear them in the stories or in the songs, but they might not be. And so if you're going to be thinking about how do I disciple my kids during this season of Advent and, and preparing for Christmas, It might be really helpful to just read through the first few chapters of each gospel yourself um, before reading it with your kids. And yes, read it with your kids. But those first few chapters of of Matthew and Mark and Luke and even John, of course, John is, um, is more theological and kind of big picture in how he's writing. But all four of the gospels, just reading through the beginning chapters to get really familiar with the birth of Christ. And that's going to help you 
stay grounded with your kids. It's going to help you answer their questions and feel a lot more confident as you're reading through scripture with them because it'll be really familiar for you. Now, it's also helpful um, just as far as your own preparation to think about what is the season of Advent. That might be something you want to talk about with your kids, um, which is basically just a church season preparing for Christmas, a season of expectant waiting for God to come. To come in the past, you know, we celebrate his birthday, (laughs) that he came as a baby. We're getting ready to celebrate that, but we're also waiting for him to come again. So we're celebrating what he's already done. We're celebrating what he's still doing. And it's a season of waiting. And your kids can probably connect with that because they're probably waiting for something too, like presents or stockings or whatever your big things are. We're all familiar with the idea of waiting. But what a great opportunity to talk with our kids about what it looked like for the Israelites to be waiting for the Messiah and what it means today to be waiting to grow in holiness, waiting for the Lord to return. How do we do that well? How do we wait um, expectantly with hope and with joy? What wonderful conversations to have with our children, even when they're little. The conversations will sound different, but they can still happen. Now, another idea here, thinking about discipleship, is to consider how you're decorating your home. And at this point, you might have already been decorated in your house for several weeks now. That's becoming more and more normal. And that's fine. But it's worth looking around your living room, your kitchen, wherever you've decorated, and just noticing what sort of religious themes are here. Do you have a nativity scene out? Um, Do you have elves and Santas and those things out? And none of that is bad necessarily, but... What would someone, an outside observer, walking into your home, what would they think is the point of Christmas when they look around? Because these are the decorations your kids are going to see every day. They're the ones they're going to remember. They're the ones you're going to pass down to them. or You're going to pull it out year after year, and it will be a part of their memories, a part of how they experience Christmas. And so wherever there is opportunity to focus on Christ or on a scripture verse or something like that, or even just to talk about why you've chosen the decorations you've chosen, those are really natural, small ways to point the finger toward what really matters. And personally, I love nativity scenes. I have like a fancy one that I get upset if the kids touch. But we also have the little people nativity scene that they play with themselves. And who knows where all the shepherds are and whatever, like they lose the pieces all the time. But they can have fun with it. They can play it. They can act out the Bible stories. And that's really fun. And that would be another tip, especially if your kids are younger, acting it out. You don't have to wait for your church to do a big fancy Christmas play. If you've got a couple of kids or if they have friends they can invite over, you can act it out yourself. And someone can be Mary and someone can be Joseph and someone can be the angel and they can just have fun with it. And that could be a really great way to store those stories into their hearts. Now, I would also encourage you to consider the gift giving, the present part of Christmas. 
to look at how your family talks about that and how it points to Christ. Now, there are plenty of places there when you think about, you know, asking your kids to write their list for Santa or, you know, their wish list. What do you want for Christmas? What are they going to buy people for Christmas? Are they going to be generous? Are they thinking about others? Um, As you're thinking about what am I going to buy them? What are they going to unwrap on Christmas morning? There's plenty of opportunity there to talk about and have conversations about gratitude and generosity, um, to involve them in that process, maybe buying gifts for people who are not in your family, people who um, are, are struggling. There's plenty of nonprofits right now you can partner with to give gifts to kids or people who are struggling. Um, maybe you kind of adopt some grandparents at church or you, you celebrate with people at church. Looking at ways to talk about it with your kids, get them involved, and maybe even do things like look up the true story of St. Nicholas and read it with your kids. Share about that with your kids, that Santa actually does have some roots, and those roots are in Christ. And so looking these things up, focusing on some of those stories, having those conversations, those are great opportunities to not only enjoy some presents, but disciple your kids through that process. And I already mentioned um, an Advent or Christmas devotional, having something like a tool in your pocket, a resource. Of course, I have mine over at my Etsy shop, loveyourpeoplewell.etsy.com. But an Advent calendar in a more general way, you know, they sell about a million of them online and you can definitely find ones that are about candy and you can find ones that are about Jesus. So which one are you going to pick? If you're going to do an Advent calendar or a Christmas countdown, read a different Bible verse every day or um, focus in each day on a characteristic of Christ, of his justice, of his love, the fruits of the spirit, you know, different things that are straight out of the Bible. This is a perfect opportunity to focus on that. You can still have a little candy behind the Advent calendar door and you can read the Bible together, ask a question together, sing a song together. A song leads me to my next tip, which is as you're considering the Christmas music you listen to, the Christmas movies that you watch, find ones that are faith oriented. We just a few days ago did like a pizza picnic and watched a Christmas movie. That is an old family tradition for my family, um, which I did not grow up Christian. So we weren't watching religious movies, but when my kids wanted to do that this year, we pulled out this um, an animated movie from a few years back called The Star, which we really love about a donkey who um, saves Christmas, basically <laughs> gets Mary and Joseph to the stable where they need to be. And it's funny and it's sweet. And it's a great movie that focuses on Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean some of your classic Christmas favorites that you can't watch them, but maybe you have some conversations around them and maybe you don't only watch Rudolph, but you also watch some that are more Christ-oriented. The same goes for the music. We all know there are some really fun Christmas songs that have nothing to do with Jesus, and there are some beautiful classics that are straight out of the Bible, um, part of the classic hymn hymnal that you may or may not use in your church anymore, but those are common songs at Christmas time. And so 
if you're going to pick between two, well, pick the one that's about Jesus. That can be a conversation or if nothing else, it's on in the background. That's what you're singing. That's what you're thinking about and listening to. And the spirit will fill your home with these songs. So let me share a few more ideas here for our discipleship during this season. Um, and, And I would just say this is more big picture, but to be intentional with the activities that you prioritize. Because we all know there's going to be a bunch of holiday parties and school parties and church events and extra things going on during the Christmas season. We probably can't say yes to all of those. So if you have to say yes to only some of them, be intentional to pick the ones that focus on faith. The ones that are going to spark some conversation that are going to get your kids in the Bible, in the word. Those are the activities that you want to prioritize. And when you have other ones that are not necessarily faith focused, um, I mean, even like I mentioned for us the other day, pizza in a movie is not, I mean, that could be Christian or not. That could focus anyway, anywhere we wanted it to. And we picked a Christmas movie. And so you can, or I should, of course it was a Christmas movie. We picked a Jesus centered Christmas movie. You can drive around town and look at the holiday lights. And that's awesome. What conversation are you going to have while you're driving? What songs are gonna you're going to choose to put on the radio while you're driving? It's not necessarily the activity. A lot of times it is what's going on around that, what conversations you're having, but be intentional with that time. Another idea here, again, as you're thinking about presents and gifts, is to set boundaries on what gifts you're going to give. And that probably would include the quantity of gifts. Are you giving 55 gifts to every kid or are you giving five? And one is not necessarily better than the other, but you are sending a message to your kids if you choose 55 gifts or five gifts. And if you want to disciple your kids, then you're also going to want to think about the quality of those gifts. What are you choosing to give them? What is the purpose there? And I don't mean that every present to your kids needs to be a Bible or something that is, you know, very explicitly Christian. It might be something that's a hobby of theirs or that that you just think that they would enjoy. They've asked for it. But you want there to be purpose and intentionality in how you give the gifts, in what gifts you choose, how many of them you're going to give, Um, All of that should be planned out and that will really help you to answer questions for your kids. It'll help you have those conversations about why you're giving this or what you're going to do with it and maybe even prepare ahead of time for how you might enjoy those gifts together or use them in some way that is um, hospitable or generous or, or just kind of honoring the Lord with the things you are getting and receiving. And then the last tip, uh, the last encouragement that I would leave us with is to talk about Jesus. To just practice. Practice reading the Bible out loud with your kids. Practice having family devotional time. And it's going to feel totally awkward and totally weird the first times that you do it. But it'll get better. It always gets easier. Everything in life gets easier with practice. So if you're only reading the Bible as a family and talking about God at Christmas time, 
it's probably not ever going to feel as meaningful or deep or like, like I knew what I was doing. You're going to have the confidence there because you're only doing it once a year. If you're only doing it, even if you do it every day in the month of December, that's one month out of 12. And so the more that you are making these conversations a normal part of your family life, the easier it will be to start discipling your kids in the normal everyday moments of life, not just at Christmas, but all the time. And now right now we're in the Christmas season. So this is a great chance to practice. It's totally normal this time of year. People expect these conversations this time of year. So use that as a jumping off point to just practice, practice talking about the Lord, practice praying out loud, practice reading the Bible with your kids and answering their questions and um, practice being intentional about the movies you choose or the music that you choose so that when January comes, February, March, April, and you're getting into the new year, you can keep that going. You'll be feeling a little more confident about it, comfortable with it. Your kids will be more comfortable with it. It won't be this new, weird New Year's resolution. It'll be normal. And praise be to God when conversations about the Lord are normal around the Christian family's dinner table. Praise be to God. So my friend, I hope that Um, A few of these ideas might have hit home for you when you think about discipling your kids through the Christmas season. And I know that you have more ideas and I would love to hear them. You can drop them on the Facebook page. Um, You can send me an email. I mean, I would just, it's great to share ideas and resources together. And I will leave you with an invitation um, for yourself. Now, I already mentioned the Advent devotionals that I have for sale and the story cards and things like that. Um, But actually over inside the Faith Fiverr Club, which is our Patreon community um, for supporting the show and getting some really fun perks along the way, during the whole month of December, we're going to be walking through my Advent devotional together. You don't have to own it. I mean, you can buy it. It's like five bucks. But you don't have to if you don't really care about having a paper copy or your own PDF copy. Every Sunday, um, I'm doing the reading here on that. Well, we have a private podcast in the Faith Fiverr Club that you would get access to. I'm doing the reading and sharing reflections. And every day, um, there's a reading, there's a journaling or discussion prompt, whether you want to do that on your own or talk about it with your kids or your husband, just to walk through scripture together intentionally during the season of Advent to prepare our hearts and our families for the coming of the Lord for Christmas. So I would invite you to join us. We would love to have you over there inside the Faith Fiverr Club. The links and all of that are there in the show notes, um, but it's over on our Patreon page, the private community for Love Your People Well. And I would love for you to join us and to walk through the Advent season um, together. And friends, Um, If any of these ideas have been helpful for you, just run with it. Don't overthink it. Don't worry about doing it perfectly. Just start and you can go from there. And the last encouragement I would give you is that if you have found today's conversation helpful, um, I would love for you to leave a review of the show, hopefully a five star with a little note, something that's really helpful for the show and it's encouraging for me and 
copy the link for this episode and text it to a friend, another mom you know who is wanting to be intentional with her discipleship during Christmas. We can share these resources together, and that is such an encouragement. Okay, friends, well, hopefully, if you're in the Faith Fiverr Club, we'll be chatting more this week, and we will be back right here on the Love Your People Well podcast on Friday for our Friday Faith follow-up episode. So until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.